great seeing you, Dominic. You know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thank you, Rita Cosby. Practically what the city of New York is doing. This is the best way I can illustrate this in terms of uh, uh, an example that applies to the situation. The city of New York is standing next to a beehive, a bee nest, and attempting to touch it when the last person that touched the beehive was stung a hundred times by bees. Stating this another way, the city of New York is waking up a sleeping giant. Parents of New York City school kids. That's what's going on in the city of New York right now. As you all know, the city is eyeing up to 20 schools with standalone gyms. That's the good news. That's a standalone gym to house migrants, according to New York City Mayor Eric Adam, noting that the gyms are separate from the actual school buildings. We're going to open up the phone lines, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. So what about this punitive aspect? What about this punitive aspect that students will no longer, elementary kids, no longer have access to the gyms. What about that? Especially after just getting over the COVID situation. As the parents are starting to protest, and rightfully so, rightfully so, one of the signs uh, that was held up at one of the schools where these uh, migrants will go states where will they go during the day? It's a great question, isn't it? You can have a police officer there. A police officer is going to be able to monitor 75 to 150 migrants, adult men, all at one time. Where will they go during the day? Another question that parents put up uh, on their flyer that was posted uh, advertising one of their uh, their protests on this matter What security will be provided to ensure the safety of our kids? Another question on one of the flyers. What is the mayor's plans 
for the next three months. Legitimate question. What's the mayor's next plan for the next three months? This should not be done in almost a secretive process. And, oh, by the way, by the way, six people on the FBI's terror watch list have been arrested at the U.S. border in two days, bringing the 2023 total to 88. So six potential terrorists were detained by Border Patrol as they tried to enter the U.S. illegally from Mexico on Friday and Saturday. And this happened uh, at the point of entry uh, by the Arizona border in the Tucson uh, sector. Six potential terrorists. So the people that are, are coming over are not completely, oh, excuse me, they're not vetted at all. I was about to say they're not completely vetted, but they are not vetted at all. And their problem has now become our problem. And by the way, the Department of Homeland Security, their fiscal year, still has another four months to go. So until September 30th, and so it appears that it is likely that the 2023 total terror watch list arrests will surpass the 98 recorded in 2022, and that means setting a new record. Let's start with the uh, telephone calls this morning. Again, we are taking your calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Let's begin with Deborah in New Jersey. Good morning, Deborah. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. Dominic. So the solution is very simple. If they're going to bring these people in there, the parents do not bring their kids to school. They boycott the school. When the teachers don't get paid, then they'll wake up. It's, we're the problem because we do nothing. Do not bring your kids to the school. Simple. Yeah, right? but, but, you know, Deborah, but I, I, I'm listening to you, but what? I would think that would get parents in trouble uh, with school nobody officials. Nobody gets in trouble. No, nobody gets in trouble. Do not bring your kids to school. They'll get the message. Well, you know what? I, I like the idea. I just don't know if, if parents can do that uh, legally. Yes, they can. They can do it. And believe me, by the end of the week, those people will be shipped out. But they're going to be shipped out to an undisclosed location. Hmm. So they're going to just be put somewhere else anyway. They're just going to be, you know, the can down the road. But if parents care and they're taxpayers for the school, it would probably take three or four days. The kids don't go to school. That's it. That's what would do it. So, Deborah, can go ahead, yeah. Deborah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Let me. Uh, well, no. That would be the solution. That's it. Okay. Believe me, it would speak volumes. So the teachers don't get paid; they get scared. But, but, but the te- but see, that's the other point, Deborah. Even if the kids don't come to school, the teachers will still be paid. The teachers will it still be matter. there. It sends a message. We are we are letting them walk all over us. Whatever they do, what are they going to do next? What's going to happen next? I I agree with you on that point. 
I agree you, with you on that point. What next is they say if you have a basement in your apartment, everybody that has a two-family house has to let them live in their basement. You never know what's coming down the road. Don't underestimate these people. They'll say, well, you're not using your upstairs. You're not using this. You're not using that. We're going to house them. We'll pay you whatever. You never do not underestimate what's coming down the road. Deborah, can you, you believe? Can you believe, Deborah, that this is happening? Yes, I do. This is all by design. This is not an accident. This is all by design. Did you see John Kennedy talking to that lady? Um, uh, they were talking about Biden going into Mexico, talking about the drug dealers going after them. This is all by design. This is not by accident. Them coming in here. This is all by design. And we're the fools because we take it. Deborah, I thank you uh, for the call. Let's go to Mary Beth on Long Island. Good morning, Mary Beth. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning. Um, I don't think that's the answer, keeping the children out of school, because these people will push back in such a horrible way that it's going to hurt the children and their education. Um, I can't believe this is happening. She says she can. Yes, I believe that this is by design, but I still cannot wrap my head around that. And putting these people in a gymnasium on the same property as the school, like you were saying, Dominic, how do you expect these men to stay in that building 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They're going to be all over the neighborhood. The cots will be so close together. How are you going to keep major illness out of that room and out of the community? It's opening a can of worms that's going to be impossible to close. We're just getting over COVID. God knows what kind of illnesses are going to go around now? What kind of bathroom facilities and showers do they have in those elementary school gymnasiums? Well, in in, in one of the schools, uh, uh, not not a, uh, I believe one. To answer your question, one shower facility. It, it, it's it's just Mary Beth. It's an absolute mess, and I cannot believe that city leaders feel that this is the answer. <laughs> It's not the answer. The answer is, and I don't know how you go about doing this, Dominic, how do you take away the sanctuary status, sanctuary city status? That's a great question. That, that is a great question. It's one that's open to interpretation. The mayor is interpreting it as a way that everyone that comes here, no matter why or how, that they're entitled to housing. It does not have to be interpreted that way. These are, are they, these are not residents of the country, Mary Beth. And so, <laughs> so of course the mayor would be challenged in court, but bring it on. Let, let's resolve this in federal court. In the meantime, turn the buses around, go someplace else. I know that sounds cruel and cold, but at some point, at some point, we have to be realistic. And so, Mary Beth, um, it, it sounds like like uh, like you don't have uh, uh, kids in the school system. If you did in the city of New York, how would you deal with this situation? Well, my kids are out of school now, and you know they're they were on Long Island. How would I deal with this situation? 
um, protesting outside in the street like the parents are. Um, maybe for the first day or so, saying to the children, no, you're not going to school today. But that, I, I honestly don't think that's the answer because they are going to push back so hard. And the children were off during the COVID lockdown and going back to school and wearing masks and not learning in a really you know, conducive environment to learning. What are they doing to these kids? What are they doing to these children? I, I don't know what the answer is, but the parents have to protest. Look what happened in Loudoun County, Virginia. When they started protesting and coming down, the government of Virginia backed down. They have to, you know, unfortunately push Mayor Adams back against the wall. Well, it it seems like that's happening. Mary Beth, I thank you for your telephone call this morning. So dozens, I'm about to go to David in Los Angeles, but dozens of parents rallied outside uh, schools in Williamsburg and Sunset Park uh, Tuesday morning, uh, some lashing out at the mayor's suggestion that migrants would only be held at the gym sites for several hours. One parent says, uh, I don't trust the mayor. The fact that you did this on the weekend, on Mother's Day, snuck everything in, that tells me I can't trust you, so I'm not going to believe nothing you say. Whether you are telling the truth or not, you lost our trust. Another parent, uh, PS172, says, I'm very suspicious of a plan of temporary timing when, as parents, we are told with less than 24 hours notice. David in Los Angeles. Good morning, David. What's on your mind? I would just like to say this is the most outrageous idea I've ever heard in the history of America. Um, now let me run through some things. You might have touched on some of them. So you say it's going to only be temporary for a few hours? Then why not just put them where they're going to be going in a few hours? Are they going to be locked up? Are they going to be allowed to come and go in the gym? If so, they'll be traipsing through the campus. Now, we know when these people stayed in hotels, there was pot smoking and alcohol drinking and fights breaking out. Is there going to be drug checks? Are you going to be allowed to bring in drugs? If you come and go, are they going to be checked for weapons? Um, again, we talked about one shower in one of the facilities, you know, that, and the cops are so close together, nobody's going to be sleeping at night. And, and the Dominic, do you have any answers to any of this stuff? I'm, I'm just flabbergasted. I could barely talk. Well, my, my answer uh, would have been uh, the interpretation of New York as a sanctuary city. I would have I would have made much fanfare out of being there myself as mayor to turn around the first bus. But Mayor Eric Whitehouse Adams uh, thought that he could score tremendous points by welcoming migrants. And if he's not careful, David, and thank you for the call, Mayor Eric Whitehouse Adams will be looking at one term if he's not careful. Because we are looking at a situation, and it's the best way I can describe it. It's like what the mayor is doing, what the city of New York is doing, is like standing next to the beehive, a bee nest, and attempting to touch it, to touch the bee the bee nest with 100 bees, aggressive bees, standing there. And the last person that touched the uh, beehive uh, was stung repeatedly by, by the bees.
That's what the city of New York is doing, putting migrants and standalone gyms uh, at public schools. Standalone or not, you're taking away from the children. The children no longer will have access to the gyms. You are endangering the security of the children. What about the fact that the kids, they don't know what's going on, and they're going to have to see all of these migrants walking back and forth. Let's go to Rocco in Saratoga. Good morning, Rocco. What's on your mind? Good morning, Don. What's on our mind? But Come on, is this mayor crazy? This is outrageous. It's ridiculous. But putting, exposing our kids to anything, a, a drug deal has got to stay 10 blocks away, but we're going to invite I don't know who into the school. Oh, come on. Send him to Gracie Mansion. It's empty. He's never there. Why don't you send them there? There's no kids there. This is nuts. When my wife and myself have to go to our grandkids' school up here, we have to show ID. We have to sign the log we, just to pick them up. We the, the doors are locked, and this is in upstate New York. So, come on, give me a break. It's, it's, where the hell is he getting these ideas from? Huh, Dom? Yeah, I, 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 Rocco, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I think that the mayor is looking at this as a humanitarian uh, type issue. Well, this is going to take him down, uh, humanitarian or not. That I'm outraged. This is going to take him down. Ridiculous. I, Let, I, I agree say, with you. Our kids. We're talking about our kids. Not, not uh, send them. They could send them to my basement. Don't send them to my kids' school. Don't do that. That's not right. Rocco, Let, let's Rocco, do something about this, Dom. Rocco, I, I, I agree with you. Uh, it, it, it's not it's not a good situation. Thank you for the call, no. Rocco. Thank you, Dom. And, and uh, according to the city, 4,200 migrants arrived last week alone, with the city expecting as many as 15 buses this weekend. 15 buses this weekend. So what's going to happen at that point? What's going to happen at that point? They, they, the, the city of New York is using a school on Staten Island, in Staten Island, that had been shut down and was set to be demolished, and they've opened it up for, for migrants. And what about the residential community of Staten Island? Do, do you really want to deal with this type of situation? I mean, how do you take the problem of people from third world countries and let them into the country illegally, and now their problem is our problem? The best way I can illustrate it is what I said. It's touching the, the beehive. That's what the city of New York is doing. They, The city of New York... Mayor Adams, whether he realizes it or not, they are awakening a sleeping giant, which happens to be angry parents of school children. Not a wise move. Let's go to uh, Tony in New Jersey. Good morning, Tony. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. You know, I first wanted to ask you how everything went with Beyonce. Oh, you're asking about my my cat. Thank you. Uh, so the vet says that 
I should not, we should not let the cat outside. I forgot that, 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 that she gave the cat a steroid and, and some type of medication and, and the cat had some hair towards its backside had went away and it's starting to slowly come back, but the cat is doing much better, but it's, it's, it's hell because the cat has taken on the habits of the dog and it wants to go outside every day like the dog and we can't let the dog, we can't let the cat go outside. So, but thank you for asking, Tony. Well, Lisa was asking. My cat said, "Ask Dominic." I'll be <laughs> My cat, Alicia. Well, tell Alicia, thank you for caring. <laughs> Hi, Alicia. So, <laughs> she's an angel. So, you know, I did get new furniture too. I got a new set, and I covered it. I got a new uh, dining room set. And it's covered because the seats are uh, made of material. And I covered them very quickly. So I did want to comment. You had a um, caller earlier, and I really like what she said because parents have a very protective instinct, and you've been talking about that. And that is not a good thing to mess with. And she said, you know, don't send your kids to school. And I have to tell you, I don't have children, but I know my mom was a single mom, and she was always very protective of me. So I get that. And honestly, if I thought my children were going to be near a school where this was going on in close proximity, I would have to say that my children, my child or children cannot go because I feel you're endangering them. And and that's really not the job of the city of New York is to endanger children. That's a criminal offense as well. So that's why when I when I think of that as being potential harmful to the children, you can't blame parents for for not sending them and also for going to the school and, you know, letting them know they're not happy as well. Parents going because really it's a scary thing. How can you, we're afraid as grownups to go on trains and be in public. Now you want us to take our little ones. Some are in elementary school and expose them. What is this all about? Hmm. That That's a, that's a great point there, Tony. What is this all about? And uh, if, if you listen, thank you for the call, Tony. And thank you for your, your cat. And thanks for asking about my cat. Have a great morning. Uh, what it's all about, if you listen to the mayor, is that uh, he must provide housing for the migrants, right? Now, I I don't mean to divide people. I really don't. But wouldn't it be nice if our leaders had the same energy, the same drive when it came to solving our problems? It just seems like there's an awful lot of care and dedication when it comes to the migrants. But what about what about our homeless population? What about our children? What about our veterans? What what about what about the city of New York, whether you realize it or not, you're encouraging, you're enticing hotels to kick people out so they can get the migrant money. Show me the money. Something is wrong with all of that. The entire situation is wrong, wrong, wrong. The best way I can 
summarize this. It's I just wish that we had um, Mayor Giuliani back in office. Can you imagine what would happen if Mayor Giuliani had to encounter this? And I, I know it's personality having been one of the lead reporters to cover him. Mayor Giuliani would have stood out there himself and turned the buses around, escorted by the NYPD. Period. End of story. Larry in Brooklyn. Good morning, Larry. What's on your mind? Yeah, Dominic, thanks for telling us about your hairy-ass cat. I really enjoyed it. Um, Besides that, though, on a serious note, um, you know, it really bothers me that the left— Always is always has activism, and then we just sit back and take everything. For example, we have a constitution. Okay, now I'd like to see some activism, uh, Dominic. You could follow up on this and 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 get back to me at a later show. So we when also all we do it is not just talking. Okay, get you what you have to do is go to a homeless shelter, get a homeless person to volunteer to be a plaintiff in a federal court action, get a lawyer, get a good lawyer, and argue that. That the uh, equal, uh, what do you call it, equal protection clause of the 14th Amendment guarantees, if he has to study that, that everybody has, that a homeless person should have the same ability to stay in a hotel or a motel as a migrant. He has to stay in a shelter. That's not equal to a motel. His rights are being violated right there. And the judge will put an end to this nonsense. Well, that that sounds wonderful, Larry, and maybe maybe it's a good idea, but I'm sure the city would counter that they're providing shelter, that they're providing emergency shelter. That would be their answer. Yes, but emergency shelter would have to be of equal standards. Look, this is okay, a gymnasium is equal to a shelter, but you, but a motel you know, a motel is, is good living over there. You know what I'm saying? Air mm-hmm. conditioning, privacy, okay? These homeless people don't have that in New York City. Agreed. Especially, you know? So let's get some litigation going and put it into this crap. You know, the courts don't come to you. you got to go to the courts, okay? You, so you, you are correct. You are, you are correct about that. And, and I'm not, I'm not uh, dismissing your idea. Because uh, at the end of the day, it sounds like a, a good idea. It sounds like a wonderful idea. Somebody has to challenge this. Somebody. Let's do it. Let's do it. Fair enough, Larry. Thank you uh, for the call. Have a great right. morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are taking your telephone calls, 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to Rockland, Jericho, Manhattan, Ridgewood, New Jersey, Brooklyn, and Elmont. And it is time for some action. Migrants going to gyms uh, of some 20 public schools in New York City. 
that have separate standalone gems. But it still defeats the entire purpose if if you're a citizen of this country, because that gem that taxpayers pay for is for the recreational ap- uh, opportunities and educational opportunities of your child. And the children can't go to the gym if migrants are there. And this is coming on top of what they've all already had to endure as it relates to the COVID situation. As I said on yesterday's program, uh, quoting one of you folks, not a bad idea to put them on Rikers Island. What's wrong with that? And I believe Charlie in Brooklyn feels the same way. Good morning, Charlie. What's on your mind? Well, Dominic, it wasn't my idea. It was your boss's idea this afternoon. He came up with it. He said there's 3,000 cells in Rockies Island that could be used, and they could walk all along Rockies Island. There's plenty of showers there. There's a big kitchen there. There's all the conveniences you need. And that was your boss's idea this afternoon. Well, it's a great idea, but uh, I don't know if that would fit the criteria of Mayor Eric Whitehouse uh, Adams uh, in terms of, I believe that uh, Mayor Eric Whitehouse Adams would object because it wouldn't make him look good on the national scene. Of course, you have big kitchens there, showers. I mean, uh, they could be uh, fed well. It, it would be wonderful, I thought. And your boss thought it was a great idea. And your boss has got a lot of pull. Maybe he could pull it off. I don't know. Well, that's. I thought I'd relate that to you tonight. Well, thank because you. I know your boss is asleep right now, and I figured I would... Uh, Pass it on. Hey, Charlie, let, let me uh, let me let the audience in on something. Uh, John and Margot Casamitidis are very active uh, owners, and they are not sleep uh, during the time of this show. As a matter of fact, each of them listen to this show. So, so th- just one correction, Charlie. They they are not they are not asleep right now. I can tell you for a fact, a fact that the owners and operators of WABC, the two people that have been wonderful to me, and I say this sincerely, wonderful not only to me but my family on a personal level, John and Marco Casamitini listen to this show every night live so they're not sleep. Trust me, folks, when I tell you that. Tom in Rockland County, good morning, Tom. What's on your mind? Yeah, Dominic, uh, it's a White House mayor, I mean, He's also depriving our children, our future, in other ways. He's starving. I mean, the, one of the only things I think the Blasio did or promised to do, and he started it, was the uh, all uh, comprehensive preschool education for three to K, yes, three in the entire city of New York, and and the mayor Adams is taking the money out of that program. For the for the for the immigrants and starving the program, and I don't think the parents, you know, people that would get the the benefit of this, I don't think they have a lobbyer. Maybe they don't even know about this. But that program, which was I thought was a wonderful program, one of the few things the Palazzo did, I thought that was good for the city. It's just going to go away. No one, you know, it just it's just terrible. 
Hey, Tom, normally I would agree with you, and, and, and your, your argument, uh, the principle, is correct. But on, on this one, on this one, I'll give Adams a little break, and here's, here's why. Having covered City Hall for Republican mayors, Democratic mayors, through the budget process, sometimes mayors will propose cuts that they know it's a budget game that they know the city council is going to restore. It's dangerous because if you're the average consumer, the average voter, the average resident, all you know is that the mayor has proposed X amount of cut. So sometimes it actually will be cut that. And so you're correct, Tom, but sometimes as well, the a mayor will put it forth and then knowing that the city council is going to restore the proposed cut. And so I don't know how this is going to play out, but but your premise, Tom, thank you for the call, happened to be correct. Let's go to Steve in Brooklyn. Good morning, Steve. What's on your mind? Good morning. How are you? Good. Please go ahead. Okay. The state has so much property to house these people. You take a place like Pilgrim State with thousands of acres and thousands of empty buildings on a volunteer basis, Put them all to work. Let the state supply all the materials and let the volunteers fix it all up and they can stay over there. Nobody's using it. It's, it's a tremendous area. Right. All gated in, all secured. Hey, hey, Steve, do me a favor. You you have the radio on in the background and it's on a delay, oh, so I can okay. hear I can hear the radio in in a uh, delay. But but yeah, you, but you I, bring up you bring up a good point about Pilgrim State. And 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 on, as it relates to that matter, Rockland State, same exact thing. A lot yeah, of the buildings have been also, shut down. You got also got Creedmoor here in Queens, tremendous you, thousands and thousands of acres with empty buildings. Let you, them refurbish them. Let the state supply the money, or get all the volunteers that are coming into the country. I'm sure there's some skilled labor, and let them fix it all up. Yeah, they you got a city within the city. You all can stay there. And you're not hurting nobody. There's not really any residential area around it. It's all gated, all locked up, fully secured. The patrol, they patrol it every, every five minutes. Uh, you know, the state wants to spend some money. Don't put them in the hotels. Put these guys, the volunteers, to work and let them, let them stay there once they finish it. Well, it, it, it's, a, it's not a bad idea, Steve. It, it, it really isn't. But, it, but at some point, thank you for the call, Steve, at some point, at some point, the mayor is going to have to say this word at some point. No. It's not that hard to say. No. I'm out of space in my city. No. You can't stay here. Sam in Las Vegas. Good morning, Sam. What's on your mind? Listen, I just want to tell you, to me, this is just an attack on innocence. When you have... These migrants, none of them are going to be 12 or 13. These are going to be people close to grown men. They're going to be near a high school. They're going to find their way into that school, and one day you're going to see on the news where a young girl was followed into the ladies' room and two or three guys raped her. Then what's going to happen? You're going to hear all kinds of excuses, and they're starting them right now by saying it's an, it's a, the building is separate. Everything here is just BS, and all they're trying to do is just, like I said, attack innocence. Because once these people are attacked and traumatized, you can never take it back. It's there forever. You, you, you are correct, happening. Sam. 
You are, and, and of course, we we pray that that doesn't happen. But you are correct. You are correct. The Once, plane with dynamite. Dynamite. That's the problem. We hope it doesn't happen. But you know what? Something will, and it will be up to the news. Will be up to the teachers to make sure it doesn't happen and what to do then. And you know what? It's too late. That's the sad part. They've started this. If they get away with this, it, it, it is sad what's happening in the country. That's all I can say. And you have a good show. I put you on most of the nights that I'm here. Well, thank you, Sam. That's very kind of you. We hope you continue to do that. And you said it's up to the teachers to stop it. God forbid it could happen to a female teacher in terms of uh, being sexually abused. Thank you for the call, Sam. We don't know what's going to happen. I'm looking at my Twitter right now. You can reach me at Twitter. Follow me on Twitter. Uh, Dominic TV, Dominic TV, John Beckman says, are there any closed military bases within the state of New York these migrants can go to? It's a great question. Of course there is it, uh, somewhere. And and the last caller mentioned uh, at least three uh, psychiatric uh, institutions that are basically shut down, no longer in existence, and these buildings are already up, and I'm sure all you have to do is uh, get get the boilers working, staff it, and these buildings are ready to go. It really is that simple. And at the same time, they should not receive the same exact services that Americans are receiving. I said it. I know the advocates Oh, no, treat them the same. Everybody has to be the same. They didn't pay a dime of taxes. Not one dime. They didn't fight for the country. And they're going to get the same exact services, and you're going to displace our children for migrants? That's not good leadership. That is not good leadership. Michael, Ridgewood, New Jersey. Good morning, Michael. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Good morning. Uh, Go right ahead, please. I call it a tragedy that the vets are kicked out of the hotels where they were put up. These migrants do not belong there. As for the one who proposed Rockland Psychiatric, Warning, the number 20 red-hand bus goes there. They can easily go on the bus if they have the bus fare and get to New York City, Pearl River, Nanduet, all on the number 20 bus. Hmm. I, I, I hear you, Michael. I, I believe what you're saying is uh, be careful. Thank you for the call. As it relates to the security risk, uh, once once migrants are uh, are placed there, folks, how how I know this is a bad idea. One, it, it's obvious on, on on paper, it's a bad idea. Displace school children with their gyms for migrants, bad idea. Displace veterans for migrants, bad idea. Displace weddings for migrants, bad idea. Spend up to $5 million of taxpayer money on migrants. Bad idea. But how I also know is looking at our calls that are coming in, every single line is occupied. 
The only way you can reach me right now is through Twitter, unless one of these calls uh, dumps out through Twitter, Dominic TV, Dominic TV. And someone made up a good point yesterday, brought up a good point. They said, Dominic, we don't really engage in social media. Do you take emails? Of course we take emails, and I'll use some of your emails. Dominic.Carter at WABCRadio.com. Dominic.Carter at WABCRadio.com. We are going to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter and more of your telephone calls from Jericho to Manhattan to Brooklyn to the Bronx to Elmont and Massachusetts. WABC. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. By now, folks, I'm sure you've heard certain auto manufacturers have dropped AM radio from their current and future vehicles, including electric vehicles. And that is just not wise for the country. Our owner-operator, John Katsimatidis, appeared on the Fox Business Channel talking about saving AM radio. Well, it's part of America. And you got to remember, our culture is under attack. And AM radio, 60 million people listen to it uh, every day. In addition, 97%, it's part of the emergency broadcast system, 97% of America can, reach their, uh, can be reached by AM radio through the emergency broadcasting system provided by FEMA. And w- why is this happening? Is it about AM radio? Some people say it's because it has too many conservative uh, talk show shows. It's possible. Really? Yes. You think, you think that they're going after AM radio or reducing Well, they've gone after footprint? everything else in our culture. They've gone after everything, uh, Stuart. And the other, the other point of view is instead of giving you a $200 radio in your car, they rather charge you nine ninety nine a month and set it up electronically. So maybe it's about money. So wh- 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 which one is it? Is it about culture? Is it about money? Is it because they want to charge you nine ninety nine a month? Uh, but what happens? You know what happens if the grid goes down, Stuart? The grid goes down. You have no radio. You have no. Uh, uh, you, you have no no stove to cook on because it's going to be electric. You have no car if it's going to be electric. You have you have nothing. Well, okay. We'll bring John. America to a stop. John Katzmatidis, our owner operator, one of them appearing on the uh, Fox Business Channel discussing companies, car companies that are doing away with AM radios. We are talking about the fact that the city of New York is doing away with gems at some schools that have standalone gems from the school, which means that the kids can't use the gem, and it's being done on behalf of housing migrants. Alyssa in Manhattan, good morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I have a suggestion um, about what we can do with the migrants. Uh, The Riker suggestion is a good start. But what I think is that the government has – I can't imagine how much land they have that is is like acres and acres of property and maybe some uh, former military bases that are no longer in use, where instead of sending these migrants by bus 
the sanctuary to actual cities where people are living, like New York and Denver and, you know, and Chicago, whatever, send them, open up sanctuary centers, build shelter, you know, like places where they can sleep, put bunk beds in them, low cost, um, set everything up there where they're all, when they come on and they get put on a bus, they are bused to these centers. And in these centers, all the time, I can hear the, the liberals screaming, oh, it's so inhumane. Well, you know what? Shut up and get off your butt and go and volunteer. Go to one of these sanctuary centers and offer your teaching skills if you're off for the summer from teaching. If you have cooking skills, um, art, music, construction, carpentry, all kinds of things that these people can be taught to give them skills so they can be productive members of our society. Set up courts. Maybe get some judges that don't want to be retired, that really never want to retire. Let them do these courts. Have one court for like each um, each center and have do a lottery where, you know, where people are there and then their numbers come up and they go through and they get the court to the court and get whatever it needs to be released. And I can tell you one thing, all these people, because by virtue, asylum means that they are in fear of their life and in fear of their children's lives that their kids are going to be indoctrinated into the cartels. Well, going to a sanctuary center, neither of those, none of those things are going to happen. So if you're really in fear, then that should be not be a problem. If they're in fact coming, like you say, free, 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 then they're not going to come here once they find out that people are being shipped, put on buses, and shipped to sanctuary centers where they're stuck until they're vetted through the courts and then released into our society where we can take care of them and we're not, all the cities are not all overrun and their resources aren't being taxed. I, I, I like your idea, Alyssa. Thank you for the call. It, it's not a bad idea. And Alyssa alluded to part of what I have been consistently saying. Yes, if you're going to provide shelter, that that's fine, but there has to be a deterrent factor, factor to that as well. You can't just make it as easy to come sit up here and uh, free housing, free food, free cell phone, free flights. You get pregnant. You can have the babies for free. You can keep having the babies for free. And we can keep paying for the babies. And now we pay for the child care. And now we pay for the education. And now the school system goes down because it's bursting at the seams. And now American children can't even use their gems which is as, as American as American gets. And the gems are not available because you're going to put migrants in the gym. Which rocket scientist came up with this idea? Roger in Massachusetts, good morning. What's on your mind? Well, maybe the rocket scientist. Uh, doesn't like Republicans. From what I heard yesterday, these schools with standalone gyms are in predominantly Republican districts. Uh, uh, the only way this will hurt Eric Adams politically is if uh, a lot of these schools are in neighborhoods that, that voted for him. Um, I mean, isn't, isn't I, 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 I at least partially correct? With with that, I, when I, I listened I, to, I, to, I, to the neighborhood yesterday, 
Okay, I I, 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 I hear you. I hear you, Roger. Um, I don't know if that's necessarily true that the schools are in Republican districts. New, New York City is overwhelmingly outside of uh, Staten Island, overwhelmingly Democratic. So on, on the surface, that cannot. Now you have pockets of Republican districts, but I don't have all the information in front of me right now. Thank you for the call, Roger. I don't have all the information right now, so I don't really want to comment on something that, that I don't have the actual facts uh, in front of me. Let's go to Joe in New Jersey. Good morning, Joe. What's on your mind? I'll tell you, I said I'm a veteran of a Marine Corps twice. I'm in my mid-90s. I was in the end of World War II. I got out a little early because they were cutting back on services, so my enlistment was a little bit shorter. But then in uh, in August of 1950, I was brought back in again to the Korean War, and I'm saying I'm almost ashamed to be a citizen if, if the, everything that's been going on in this country. I thought I was, I was fighting for a country of laws that nobody wants to support, and that, you know, everything that people talk about is strictly a Band-Aid. You know, all these millions and millions of dollars are being spent on all of these people coming into this country. We're going to put them on planes and ship them back. You know, I feel sorry for them, but we can't support the world. That's for sure. Well, Joe, thank you for your years of service. And I agree with you 8,000%. America cannot support the entire world. It it really is. Thank you, Joe. It really is that simple. I am joined now by Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Hello, Dominic. Good morning. What morning. do you have coming up? Well, it's our time for our bi-weekly tr- visit with Dr. Sky, Steve Cates. So we're going to talk about all things related to space. If people have questions about anything that involves looking up, we're going to get into that. And then uh, one of the more controversial guests that I've ever had on this program, Dr. Naomi Wolf, will be here. And uh, she was the one that, of course, very famously told Al Gore to use that alpha male descriptor. She's been censored by social media for some of her comments about vaccines and other things. We're going to get into that. And I'm going to be joined uh, by a law professor by the name of Hadley Arcus for a discussion about the Supreme Court and constitutional law. And I'm, I'm looking forward to all three discussions very much. I'm looking forward to listening to them as well. Let's together continue with the calls. Let's go to Tom in Brooklyn. Tom, you're talking to Frank Morano and Dominic Carter. Yeah, Dominic, how are you doing? I, I think everyone woke up a little late in the game. Yeah, we have already close to three and a half million migrants were sent into um, America in the last from Texas. I mean, this is going on for a while. We, uh, all the hotels in Manhattan are full of migrants. The Roosevelt, the Lucerne, the Beacon, the they're full. They're full to capacity. You have like just in Manhattan, sixty-five thousand migrants. You have they, they. They came in millions already in Dallas City, and everyone's waking up so late in the game when it just started. They think it's started now. There are people coming at midnight. Remember the fights coming in the middle of the night. No one even knew about it. Right. So, that 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 is I, correct. I, Tom, I I have to step in because we are out of time. I, folks, so those of you, we see all the calls that we didn't get to your calls. I do apologize. Frank will be discussing a number of topics. He welcomes your calls on a, uh, a morning basis every morning. I will be back again tomorrow, but keep it right there. One of the best shows on radio is coming up right now. Frank Morano, The Other Side of Midnight. 
I'll see you in 24 hours. Coming up right now, news headlines with Alex Barnard.